open eyes that we may see to follow the Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. It is time for daily devotional. Today we are in the book of Deuteronomy 17, 1 through 20. Deuteronomy 17, 1 through 20, and the topic for today is justice must be administered. Justice must be administered. So get your coffee, your tea, um, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. 
and get your Bibles, your tablets, cell phones, or actual Bible, however you may read the word. And come on and let's dive into Deuteronomy 17, 1 through 20. Justice must be administered. Deuteronomy 17, 1-20 Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord thy God any bullock or sheep wherein is blemish, or any evil favoredness, for that is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. If there be found among you within any of thy gates which the Lord thy God giveth thee, man or woman, that have wrought eat, that have wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord thy God in transgression, transgressing his covenant, and have gone and served other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any of the hosts of heaven which I have not commanded, and it be told thee. And thou hast heard of it, and inquired diligently, and behold, it be true, and the thing certain, that such abomination is wrought in Israel. Then shalt thou bring forth that man or that woman, which have committed that wicked thing unto thy gates, even that man or that woman, and shall stone them with stones, Till they die. At the mouth of two witnesses or three witnesses shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one witness he shall not be put to death. The hands of the witness shall be first upon him to put him to death and afterward the hands of all the people. So thou shalt put the evil away from among you. If there arise a matter too hard for thee in judgment, between blood and blood, between plea and plea, and between stroke and stroke, being matters of controversy within thy gates, then shalt thou arise and get thee up into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And thou shalt come unto the priest, the Levites, and unto the judge that shall be in those days, and inquire, and they shall show thee the sentence of judgment. And thou shalt do according to the sentence which they of that place which the Lord shall choose shall show thee. And thou shalt observe to do according to all that they inform thee, according to the sentence of the law, which they shall teach thee, and according to the judgment, which they shall tell thee, thou shalt do. Thou shalt not decline from the sentence which they shall show thee to the right hand nor to the left. And the man will and the man that will do 
presumptuously and will not hearken unto the priest that standeth in standeth to minister there before the Lord thy God or unto the judge even that man shall die and thou shalt put away the evil from Israel and all the people shall hear and fear and do no more presumptuously when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee and shalt possess it and shalt dwell therein and shalt say I will set a king over me like as all the nations that are about me thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother, but he shall not multiply horses to himself nor cause the people to return to Egypt to the end that he should multiply horses for as much as the Lord hath said unto you ye shall henceforth return no more that way neither shall he multiply wives to himself that his heart turn not away neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. And it shall be when he sitteth upon the throne of the of his kingdom that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of that which is before the priests, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do them, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, and that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand nor to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. I have just read Deuteronomy 17, 1 through 20. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds today, Lord. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see and hear, taste and walk and talk and, and have all of our our inner, inner, inner parts working, Lord. We thank you for heart and lungs, pancreas, small intestines. Lord, we thank you for kidneys. Thank you for the liver. Thank you for our uh, everything, Lord. We thank you for everything in our bodies, our hands, our skin, our fingernails, our our just just blood running in our veins, Lord. We thank you for everything that you have allowed us to have, Lord. We thank you for you have our being. And Lord, we thank you. We just thank you, Lord, for allowing us just this day. Give us this day. That you give us this day our daily bread. Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Oh, Lord, we thank you. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's, let's deep dive into this chapter, into this chapter here, Deuteronomy 17, 1-20. And it speaks about justice must be administered. When you commit wrong acts, you must go in front of a judge. Judgment is the priests, Levites. It must cast judgment upon what you have done. It says in this chapter, he says, in the in God says in this chapter, he specifically says, Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord any blemished bullock or sheep. Because it is an abomination. Okay. It's not it's not holy. He wants something pure and clean. When you come, bring him a sacrifice. And he says, When a man has wrought wickedness in the sight of God, that means he's doing rot's wickedness. What do we think is wickedness? Not doing the wickedness is doing the opposite of what God asked you to do for to have salvation. Wickedness is fornicating. Uh, uh, you have uh, you you sleeping around. You fornicating, you're um, just doing a whole lot of stuff that God is not allowing you to do. God has laws and commandments. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not uh, uh, false witness, thou shalt not, thou, thou shalt not um, covenant thy neighbor, things of that nature. And when you're doing the opposite, God consider, considers that as wickedness. You know, cover thy neighbor is you sitting here worrying about what they got, worrying about how they got it, where they get it from, you know, how they get that, how they get it. And it's like, okay, um, that's covering thy neighbor. You want to know how they got, and you love what they got. Your covenant, your 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 you are glorifying what they have because you see that they got you in your mind. You think they got more than what you got, but anyway, I digress. So wickedness, and worshiping other gods before me is. It's not allowed. I've seen this over and over and over and over again 
throughout me reading with you about this, worshiping other gods. And if you worship other gods, God said, God has specifically said and have gone and served other gods and worshiped them, either either the sun the, um, or moon or any or any of the hosts of heaven which I have not commanded thee. I haven't told you to worship those things. So you going you want to go worship other stuff because you see it. it but, you know that's the one thing. I, I that's a good topic though. That is a good topic. Um, worshiping other things. Okay, that's that's another topic for another day. I think I'm gonna make that a sermon. Um, and <laughs> and my thing is, justice must be administered. He says, God says, look. Then thou shalt bring in in seventeen five. Then thou shalt bring forth that man or that woman which have committed that wicked thing unto thy gates, even that man or that woman, and thou, and shalt stone them with stone till they die. Which guy have some witnesses? One witness ain't gonna do. You gotta have like two or three of them. And shall rise and judge matters to judgment. When it comes to to relatives having an argument or uh, pleading a case, a person pleading a case against another person, they don't have to be they don't have to be related. When you you know like it, go down to seventeen and eight, if there runs a matter too hard for thee to judgment between blood and blood, that's relatives. Between plea and plea, that's strangers. And between stroke and stroke, okay. Being matters of controversy within thy gates, and then shalt thou rise and get thee up into the place which the Lord God God and shall come, God and shall choose, and thou shalt come to the priest Levites. That's why Levites Levites come in. They come in and, and they they can they are the ones that can pass out judgment upon you. Everything you do will be judged. Whether it's good, bad, or the ugly. And don't think that you're going to get away with the things that you do that are not of God. Don't think that what the things that you do are not of God that you're going to get away with that. God even judge your good stuff because he wants to know your heart. He wants to know what your intentions was from doing that act for somebody or doing that act. Whatever you do, whatever it may be, God passes judgment. And justice must be served and ministered. He's telling the people, look, I keep God just keeps reminding them that 
They have to live right. They don't have to live like they're surviving. They don't have to live. Okay, like some people, some some people live where I got to use somebody all the time. I can't. I I got to. I got to find a way to use somebody. I got to use somebody. I got to. I got to get over on somebody. I got to do this. Okay, some people live like that, and then some people live out to themselves, do what God asked them, and then. And their intentions are pure. Their intentions, some people, some people intentions are pure and some people intentions aren't. And God judges them both. And he says, look, ain't no man supposed to have no woman, no multiple wives. That's another, that's another abomination where he thinks men should not have multiple wives, multiple horses, or be hoarding stuff. That's wrong too. Everything you I gotta have it. I gotta no give me this. And then your house is full of stuff and you don't know where nothing at. That's hoarding. My thing is, is that whatever we do, whatever we do is good or bad. But when you commit these sinful, wicked acts, nothing is out of the sight of God. It must be, it must have justice. When you kill, steal, destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal, or destroy. If your intention is to go out here and turn around and steal from people. If your intention is, I'm going to go out here and rape women. women. I'm going to go out here and abuse children. If if I'm going to go out here and, and go out here and get multiple women. Have multiple relationships. God ain't pleased with that. God not gonna be pleased with that. And, and everything that we do in our life has to be judged. Everything. And as they say, karma is coming. I connect the I connect this this versus karma is coming. Now, I know something about karma. Because karma got me. Karma got me. I did something I know I wasn't supposed to do. I stole some money from somebody. I'm going to keep it real. I stole some money from somebody, and then they died. Like three years after I stole their money. And it affected me so bad, I decided, no, I asked God for forgiveness for the sin. I asked for forgiveness for that sin. And I decided I want God. I decided with that death hit me so bad, I, I just gave myself back over to God. I said, God, can you help me? Can you sit me down? Can you, you know, I ain't trying to be funny. I was all, I was just all willy-nilly on the beach. I was all willy-nilly on the beach. Just doing all kind of stuff that was stupid, dumb, reckless, didn't think, impulsive, stuff like that. And then I realized... Now I realize I had I had mental health issues then. I had mental health everything I was doing was 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 associated with with mental health issues. But I decided to give myself over to God and then that is when I made up my mind I was just going to serve him. Karma is coming. That's another title of a sermon. So, this is how God works through me. 
I can sit here and be talking to you, and then I'll say something, and God God will tell me, oh, that is a sermon topic. That's how it happens sometimes. I can be reading the Word. That's how it happens. That's how it happens when you you read the Word. That's how that happens. But my thing is, uh, okay, I got to digress. My thing is, all wicked things must come to an end. And that wickedness must be cast out. The wickedness that is among you, it must be cast out. It must be put out from among you. And we are not to excuse it. We are not supposed, we are not to, oh, just, oh, that, that's, that's not, you know, just act like it never happened or, um, oh, that, you lying or, you know, that kind of attitude about wickedness, about what you, what has happened, what has happened in your group, what has happened in your community, what has happened in your, uh, your life, uh, whether you've been abused or molested or that is a form of wickedness. Whether you have been uh, physically abused, emotionally abused, that's wickedness. People, some people, are just, they don't know no better. Because they have not been taught better. And God is trying to teach the children of Israel how to deal with these situations before they get into the land of milk and honey that he has promised them. See, this this Deuteronomy is about a chapter of review, about a chapter, a whole chapter about reviewing what you are supposed to know before you go into this blessed land I'm about to give you, about how you're supposed to carry yourself. And this chapter deals with justice. How are you supposed to handle judging others, dealing with what they do, how you, you know, that's that's just what it is. And we are not supposed to take that, we are not supposed to take it judging other, other people lightly. Now they got it where you go to court and 12 people judge you. Twelve people judge you. Twelve people sit in them chairs and you go to court. You've been accused of first-degree murder, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, manslaughter, uh, uh, assault with a deadly weapon, whatever. You got twelve people to sit and judge you. I, I just had a, I just had a, a, a thing hit me. You got twelve tribes and you got twelve jurors. I just sat here and thought about that. And the thing is, is that now in this today's society, you have 12 people to sit on the jury to judge you. And that 
is so coincidental. It's not coincidental. A lot of things we do in society today come from what is taught in the Bible. Is what is in the Bible. What we do now. If you look at it and you read it, the 12 tribes of Israel, now you got 12 jurors on the jury. Because that's how it is, isn't it? That's how it was. You had 12 people come before you to, to, to judge you in the day of this book. Now you have 12 people sitting on the jury to do it. And that's not counting where you have family members, neighbors. Now we can't even, neighbors can't even beat the cherry no more. Because we have taken that principle out. We can't, where it used to be the community could turn around and correct your child. Now they can't even say nothing to your child because your child run home and then you mad at the, uh, that, that somebody said something to your kid. Can't nobody judge nobody's kids no more. I digress. And we're wondering why so much wickedness is running around us. It's so much turmoil going on because we don't want to call a thing a thing. That's in the Yala Van Zant saying. We don't want to call a thing a thing. That child got mental illness. They got mental illness. If that child just disrespectful, disobedient, because they just disrespectful and disobedient. And then become disrespectful, disobedient adults. And... We're wondering why so much wickedness is running in in the... Because we're not judging the people. We're not judging nobody. We think, oh, well, that little girl cut her mama out of the store. And we don't say nothing. We just hear it. We, we, feel, we feel it on the inside. But we don't call it out for what thing. Or, as, and as parents, we act like we scared of our kids sometimes. I done seen some stuff on the internet... Kid, little boy slapped his mama, and I was sitting there like, Oh, I, I'm glad you ain't my child, because you be dead. See, back in the day when people used to discipline us, they disciplined us, they disciplined us. When I was a little kid, when I was a little kid, they used to discipline us. The neighbor had to ca- 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 cast judgment on us, give us a beating, and send us home, and our parents beat us too. Now, can't do that. Oh, it's child abuse. It's child abuse. It's child abuse. I'm going to call CPS on you. Call them. Because we have gotten away with our children just being disrespectful. And and then, we wonder why so much wickedness run around. Little boy shot school up. What was that about? Don't nobody need no AK-47, that AR-14, no whatever the guns is. They don't need that. What do you need? All these arms are up in arms, and then you want to go in and shoot up places. Like, that's something to do. Like, oh, well, I'm going in and shoot all people. Oh, I got bullied in school, and, and I don't like the way they treat me. And Yeah, I got bullied in school. But I put myself into my work. I ain't going to shoot. I didn't go and shoot up no school because the people didn't like me. I just went on with it and kept it moving. My thing, my thing is, we have so much wickedness in the world because we are afraid to judge and be and judge people. We are afraid to judge and we are afraid to dish out this justice that must be administered to people. 
is a one-sided thing. Oh, he got mental illness. But you had time to, to look at that white man and say, ooh, I'm sorry. Come on now, but you kill all the other people in the store? Call the thing what it is. If you wicked and you bad and you see it, you don't say nothing, nobody, you just you just an accomplice to the crime. Accomplice, accomplice, accomplice to the crime at hand. So, I'm not going to be before you long. I am happy that you came in and that you decided to share your time with me. And thank you again for listening to Daily Devotional. All right, babies. Um, hey, I love you. Announcements. Announcements for the week. I'm starting a a private Facebook group. Private Facebook group for authors. Now, if you want to talk to me private one on one about God, we 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 could do that. We could do that. That's that'll be our conversation. That I'm, I'm giving one on one sessions. Um, we we can have one on one sessions for talking about God in our own manner. Okay, we can have that one-on-one session. Get in contact with me at I am Sharice Sharice at com, and leave me a message or my email. Okay, now, authors, I'm also starting something with y'all. It's a private Facebook group called Authors Corners. And it'll be around, it'll be centered around um, authors, first-time authors needing help from beginning from putting a pen to the paper all the way to marketing and advertising, okay? So, that, I'll be starting that probably next month, that Authors Corners group. Because I see a lot of authors out here that are, that don't have marketing or advertising. They don't have that put in the plan when they publish their book. Um, It has not been done. Um, okay, so I want to help other authors. So if you're an author and uh, you need a little help, a little guidance, okay, come and see me, okay? You can send your inquiries to Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com, and I will be gladly to help you, okay? I love you, and I will talk to y'all later, okay, babies? Bye-bye. And welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. 
Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBMTV, where we care about you. Thank you. 